it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks once again for your company. We like to make sure that all Blind Citizens Australia members are aware of who makes up the staff team of the organisation that serves their needs. We regularly speak with new staff members of Blind Citizens Australia. We'll be doing that over the next couple of weeks. This week, though, we speak with Madison Brame and Renee Solomon, both of whom have been employed to work on the Eye to the Future project. Renee, we'll start with you firstly, and I think you might be the first staff member from Western Australia that uh, BCA's ever had, so congratulations on that. Tell us a bit about your background. Uh, professionally, um, I got into community services back in 2012 uh, in the um, aged care sector. Um, absolutely loved it, did a lot of um, social support um, and from there I moved to America and wasn't allowed to work there but um, volunteered in um, aged care over there so that was really wonderful. Loved it and um, came home, did some uh, more study and uh, just my passion for community services just grew even further after that. Uh, after my study, I got into uh, domestic violence. I worked as a project officer for the Peak Body in Western Australia. Um, absolutely loved every second of it. And um, unfortunately, you know, as is the trend in uh, not-for-profits, we run, ran out of funding. So, um, and now I find myself at BCA. Community service isn't really... Um, a job for me it's my purpose in life and I love it and I love seeing um, justice come to reality <laughs> as far as personal interests um, I'm a water baby I love being by the water I love the heat and I love to travel and COVID is killing me because um, I've, it's the longest I've gone in my adult life without traveling overseas so yes I think many people would say that Madison let's go to you tell us about you and how you found out about the Blind Citizens Australia role yeah, sure. Um, so I've worked in community services for about five years um, and I decided that due to my own vision impairment that I acquired uh, not too long ago, actually, I was looking for something that was a little bit more aligned to me personally. And after being told when I acquired my vision impairment, I was told, do not disclose. If you look for a job anywhere, do not disclose. And to me, I thought, why? I'm still capable. I'm still able to do the same job that I was able to do prior. Why should I not be able to disclose something that is a part of me and makes me better? <laughs> um, so for me, that's why I came to VCA in this project was it was focused on employment and breaking down those barriers for employers and also empowering young people and encouraging them to step forward. Yeah, it's an interesting question, isn't it, the whole uh, whether you disclose or not disclose. I tend not to disclose, but if you read my resume, it's very clear that I'm blind, but it's not specifically stated. Tell us about your experience when you haven't disclosed in the past since you acquired your vision impairment. How's that gone for you? So I acquired my vision impairment uh, just over 12 months ago now. So it was quite new to me and the BCA role actually came up after I was told not to disclose. And I was looking for something that was aligned to me. So BCA was actually the only role that I had applied for. So I didn't have a lot of experience in 
experiencing the discrimination, but I was told about it. Yeah, I can understand that. And I'm sure as you move into the Eye to the Future project and gets underway, you'll be discussing this many times, I'm sure. Perhaps, Madison, you could tell us about your role within the project and uh, what the role means to you. Yeah, so the role, um, I think, understandably means quite a lot to me, given my personal experience now. Um, But for me, it's about changing attitudes of employers and educating them that somebody who is blind or has a vision impairment is just as capable and we have our own ways of working around and doing the same job just as good as anybody else would do the role and the other side of the role that I'm incredibly passionate about is working with particularly young people who are stepping into the workforce um, and mentoring them into the job application process and the interview process and through the process of disclose or don't disclose and being a mentor for for other young people, uh, being, I'd like to say, relatively young myself, um, that I'd be able to connect with people in that way. Yeah, it's so important, isn't it? Renee, you've had uh, several jobs in the past. You've mentioned that uh, you've been involved in community services for quite some time. Tell us about your experience in terms of your employment, whether or not you're vision impaired. Have you witnessed or had any uh, form of discrimination? Um, I don't have a vision impairment. Um, so I'm learning a lot actually from Maddie and the team, which is wonderful. Um, I've, I've probably worked with most sectors in community services, but not specifically, I've worked with disability, but not specifically to vision impairment. So I'm still learning a lot. Um, as far as discrimination, I can say that I went seven months apply. I think I probably applied for about 350 jobs um, and I didn't get one single callback, not one. Um, So whether I can put that down to discrimination or not, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I I don't, I I can't say that I've been discriminated against as far as work goes because the the position that I ended up um, getting was obviously a very female dominated um, job in, um, family and domestic violence and women's issues. Um, but discrimination as a whole is an issue for me. It's a, it's a fundamental human right that every single person should be given the same opportunity, regardless of race, disability, um, gender alignment, sexual orientation. Um, and it's unfortunate that we still live in a world where we have to keep fighting that fight. And what part and do you think I, I, that I, I uh, Blind Citizens that. Australia and the Eye to the Future project in particular uh, can play in terms of affecting that change? Uh, well, the project that we're working on specifically is all about breaking down that stigma. Um, I've had the opportunity over the last couple of weeks to read a lot of um, research that's been done from some amazing organisations across Australia. And the reality is, regardless of the disability that you have, you have every capacity to, to be uh, involved in the workforce. Um, and particularly when it comes to a vision impairment, I think it's, it's unfortunate that a lot of um, businesses still have um, still believe that they face barriers when in actual fact all of the support that they need is out there Um, it's not an expense it's not a risk and all the data is there uh, to show that not only employing somebody that has um, that is blind or vision impaired is not a barrier it also from the the diversity and inclusion perspective 
is actually a massive benefit to every organisation. And there's been studies all over the world to show this because people that live with a disability come with diverse perspectives and diverse problem-solving abilities, which is a massive benefit to the people that we're contacting through this project. So it's just really we just have to communicate that and show people that actually it's it's the barriers that the stigma tells them that they're facing aren't actually there. Madison, we've talked about what part the project plays in terms of reversing discrimination by educating employers about employing people who are blind or vision impaired. I note that the Australia's uh, Disability Strategy 2021 to 2031, which was released in December last year, one of the uh, key topics in that strategy is employment of people with a disability and the focus that that needs to take. What part do you think the Eye to the Future project plays in terms of promoting employment for people who are blind or vision impaired? Yeah, so we're looking to run some expressions of interest, some surveys with people who are blind or vision impaired who are looking for work, um, understanding that maybe not everybody is looking for work. They may not want work. They may already be in work. So we're looking to contact people who are interested in our program and interested in working with BCA um, on the Eye to the Future project and then linking them in with the industries that they are interested in. Um, so it's not a, a one size fits all at all. I'm very passionate about getting to know each individual and helping them find the right internship for them. Uh, it's not just this internship is available, so in you go. It's what are you really interested in? What are you passionate about? And how can we assist you to get there? So currently Blind Citizens Australia is looking for internships under the Eye to the Future project. Renee, perhaps you can uh, talk to us a little oh. bit about that. So at this point, um, we're just finalising our expression of interest for potential candidates um, and based on the feedback that we get um, and hopefully being able to, well, we, we can then uh, search based on their interest and their, and their um, qualifications, that will then inform what organisations that we approach. So um, at this stage, we're waiting on that feedback and that will then take us to the next stage so that we're approaching the right organisations. And I think at the moment we're really focused on um, starting out with orgs that already have a DNI um, policy in place. Um, the benefit of doing that is obviously lead turnover, but also we can learn a lot from organisations that already have DNI policies that may have already employed somebody or, or provided an internship to somebody that's blind or vision impaired. Um, and we can learn from each other through that process and that can then inform um, us moving forward and contacting organisations that may not already have a diversity and inclusion um, policy in place. Renee, you mentioned specifically policies that are designed to assist people into the workforce when they have a disability. What sort of difference do you think those policies make and how do you think that the percentage of people who are blind or vision impaired who are out of work compares with that of uh, the general disability population? Well, the thing that we know within community services, regardless of the sector that you're talking about, is that there is discrimination within discrimination. So there's different levels of marginalisation within marginalised groups. Um, so the one thing that has been um, you know, brought to our attention through this project is that businesses or organisations that have a diverse and inclusive, a diverse and inclusive policy 
um, quite often still marginalise people that are blind or vision impaired. So we're also we're also tackling um, the philosophy that not. <laughs> Not every not every organisation's policy around diversity and inclusion is created equal. So um, it's quite easy to have a diverse diverse and inclu- inclusive policy, but what does that actually look like? And the reality is, people that are blind or vision impaired, even within those organisations, are quite often still discriminated against. So we know that forty two percent of organisations that have a diverse and inclusive policy still haven't uh, considered hiring somebody that is blind or vision impaired. So we're breaking down stigmas within stigmas. I've been following this project since its inception several years ago when it was uh, being run by Naomi Barber and it's been through a couple of uh, different stages since then and it's really exciting to me that uh, Blind Citizens Australia is putting so much weight behind this project. There are a number of people uh, across the staff team working on this project and I think that's really important because the the statistics note that uh, up to 70% of people who are blind or vision impaired are out of work and you know that seriously needs to be changed especially considering Australia's disability strategy, as previously noted, considers employment of people with a disability, you know, fairly highly in terms of, uh, you know, leading a full and, and complete life. So congratulations to Blind Citizens Australia on that and congratulations to uh, to both of you for achieving your roles and, um, uh, you know, I hope it all goes well for you and I know we'll be speaking to you again very soon. I look forward to it. Thanks, Vaughan. Thank you, Vaughan. That was great. And we'll be hearing about the Eye to the Future project in future programs, I'm sure. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1-800-033-660. That number again, 1-800-033-660. You can, of course, email bca at bca.org.au. bca at bca.org.au. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our dreams